back, truth seekers. From around the world, it's time for another edition of the Flat Earth Files. Hope everybody uh, had a great weekend. Uh, this is dropping on a Sunday night, so by the time you hear this, your weekend is already by. Hope everybody's doing well. Uh, we have a very special guest standing by, Raul, who we'll, we uh, will bring on in just a moment. Before we do, just a reminder, if you'd like to come on the program, like Raul, and I think we have at least 14 or 15 people lined up for the next month, uh, drop us a line. Questions, comments, concerns, or like I said, if you want to come on, it is thefletearthfiles at gmail.com. Again, it is thefletearthfiles at gmail.com. And uh, please take the time to visit our website. It is theflatearthfiles.com. Uh, we have a speak pipe messenger system where you can leave messages. I just received a few over the last couple of days. So the next episode where I read your emails, I'll play those. And uh, we do have the 24-7 streaming radio on the homepage over there now as well. So if you're looking for something to listen to, drop by the radio and click on it. And um, again, it's 24-7, 365 stream. We've got a lot of new content there. Or you can drop by the chat room and say hello, or you can drop your questions and thoughts in the forum where you can get a lot of feedback from many different people. Again, that is theflatearthfiles.com. All right, let's get right into it. Joining us, we've been um, chatting um, quite a bit for the last, I don't know, month or, or six weeks. And uh, joining us in this episode today is Raul. Raul, how are you doing today, brother? Hey, I'm great, and I'm glad to be here with you guys. Um, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to uh, everyone get to, so they can get to know you? Yeah, sure. My name is Raul. I uh, live in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Uh, I'm 45 years old. I'm a father of four kids, uh, all sons, all boys. Um, yeah, just uh, when I was young, you know, I'm the youngest in my family. Um, I was born here in Albuquerque, but my family uh, hails from the northern part of the state. A uh, place called Las Vegas, New Mexico. Yes, there is a Las Vegas. The original Las Vegas is in New Mexico, actually. Um, but uh, you know, when I was when I was yet yeah, fairly young, three years old, uh, my mom and my dad split. Um, I'm quite a bit younger than my older siblings. I have three older brothers and one older sister. And uh, my mom uh, took a job in Phoenix, Arizona. It was a substantial race uh, for her, and uh, my dad didn't want to didn't want to leave the state of New Mexico. He's a small town boy and had always lived in Northern New Mexico all his life. And he worked at the university up there. And, uh, my mom took me with her to Arizona. And when I was young, I was, uh, gotten a lot of trouble. You know, I, um, was pretty rebellious. Um, I didn't like authority and, you know, I was being raised by, you know, now a single mother and my older siblings had stayed in Northern New Mexico because they already had their friends and were used to going to school with the same people. So they stayed behind. So I was kind of like an only child, even though I had, you know, these siblings and, you know, I got myself into a fair amount of trouble. And when I was young, I remember, you know, at least I thought I was an atheist, you know, and I, you know, I had a disdain for authority and I got myself uh, a lot of tight situations. I had to have a lot of hard life lessons and experimented with drugs. And I went through the whole, you know, that whole experience. And, you know, as I, as I got to grow older, I, started to have uh, certain revelations and things happened to me to kind of led me to to faith and um you know since then i've had a multitude of, of, of strange things happen to me that i guess people would consider paranormal um you know ufo experiences i have had strange experiences camping where i thought maybe i had like cryptid encounters and i don't want to get into that stuff but 
you know, all these experiences got me into researching the occult and got me looking into strange phenomenon. And then I remember in 2001, when 9-11 happened, I had actually moved back to New Mexico because I had a rough breakup with a girlfriend at the time in, uh, in Arizona. And, you know, all my family was out here and I was into underground hip hop at the time. And, and one of my buddies that I was still in contact with from over here in New Mexico was living in Albuquerque at the time. I was like, why don't you just move out here? I mean, you can start making music and, and, you know, we'll, you know, start a new life, something fresh. And then I wasn't far away from my dad and my siblings and my cousins. So I moved back here and I remember right around that time, it wasn't too long. I was living down here and 9-11 happened. And I remember uh, exactly where I was. You know, I was uh, living with my friend that I was actually living with his brother. He had his own apartment, but we lived in the same apartment complex. We had a little recording studio that we had set up in his place. And I was living with his brother and he woke me up one morning and I think I was hung over because we were partying. He's all, dude, turn on your TV, man. Like, check it out. The, they're attacking the World Trade Center. You know, and I think right about the time when they were showing footage of, I guess it was the second plane hitting the towers. Uh-huh. And it was like, whoa. And I just remember, you know, like, this is crazy. And I remember my friend uh, that I was recording music with, he was an auto parts delivery guy. So he worked for, I can't remember the name of the company, but he would go to various auto parts store. He, well, he would pick them up from a, from a warehouse and then he would deliver parts that people were ordering for their cars to various mechanic shops around town. And he was like, dude, go with me to work. And I just remember we were uh, delivering auto parts and we had the, the radio news on. And I just remember driving around, you know, and everything was like came to a complete stop. You know, there's like no, no vehicles on the road, like no planes in the air, like hearing all these updates on the radio or whatever. It was just just the strangest day. You know, but at that time, you know, I, I totally bought into like, whoa, I can't believe we're being attacked. And of course the story comes out, you know, the nine, you know, uh, terror, you know, Arab t- Muslim terrorists, you know, formed this plot and they attacked us. And, you know, I bought into that whole thing and, you know, I believed that stuff for a good while, but my same buddy that, that, um, I was traveling with that day, I remember, I don't remember how long ago after it was but i want to say maybe nine months a year after i was you know hanging out back at his house one day and he's like bro i want to show you this documentary that came out he's all bro he's all 9-11's an inside job and i was like get the hell out of here bro (laughs) (laughs) like you're you're, you gotta be kidding bro and like no it's not dude like uh he's like no man just check me out check this out dude he's all just watch this and I remember watching this video and I don't remember what video it is excuse me or where he even found it the guy was always into he he himself was uh into like researching the occult and the masons and all this stuff and i remember he had this old tone with a masonic symbol on it and it had like all the world's religions and it had how to summon demons and he said he got it from an old rastafarian and he was into all kinds of crazy stuff you know and and so he shows me this documentary and i remember after i sat and watched the whole thing i was like i was sold i was like wow this we did this to ourselves you know and so that kind of started me on being open to uh some of the more deeper conspiracy theories you know so i would say that's kind of where i got my my start you know and then after that i continued to have strange things happen to me and you know life experiences and eventually you know leading up till now you know just recently i, I i've still always been into the same thing you know researching the occult researching the new world order 
you know, why is everything happening, you know, and, and, uh, looking at things from a, from a different lens, just from what the mainstream media is telling us. And, uh, you know, I was telling you before, uh, we got on now that, uh, you know, I think because of my algorithm on Spotify, uh, it, it, it fed me the flat earth files a few times and started kicking it my way. And I remember being like, uh, flat earth file. Like <laughs> I'm like, uh, I don't think so, dude. And, and you know what? I don't know how, but like the whole before, you know how now, uh, I, what, when was it uh, that YouTube started really censoring the flat earth materials? You yeah, know, the, I, I think the Gorat censorship wrong. started 2017 ish, I think. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you know, um, I don't know how I didn't get into it because I watched a lot of conspiracy theories on YouTube <laughs> during that time period. You know, we were always watching that stuff. Me and my buddies, when we record music and we would be partying in the studio and like, you know, we, we'd always watch crazy stuff and, you know, probably just like I saw flat earth or something. And I probably just laughed at it back then. And just was like, that's ridiculous. And just move on to the next thing. But I never got into it. I did, I was never really hip to flat earth theory or any of that stuff. Uh, but, you know, because of this algorithm, you know, recently, and I, I work as like an armed security guard. So like they allow me to have, um, an earbud in while I'm on post. And, you know, I, I listen to podcasts all day long to make the, the day fly by. And, you know, I like to listen to paranormal stuff and conspiratorial stuff. And I listen to the fact hunter and I listen to like macro aggressions with Charlie Robinson and Sasquatch Chronicles and like Tony Merkel's confessionals and I guess because of these different shows that I listened to, it kicked me the flat earth files a few times. And I just remember one day I was like, you know what? I'm so, I burned through so many of those other podcasts and I was like caught up to date and I'm a paid member of some of them too. And I was just like, I need to change it up for a minute. You know what, man? I'm just going to go ahead and check out this flat earth files. Let, let me see what this is all about. And I remember telling myself, man, I'm going to give this podcast 10 minutes, bro. <laughs> I'm going to give it 10 minutes, dude. If it don't catch me, you know, I'll just move on to the next thing. And lo and behold, you know, like it's, it, it drew me in, you know, and, and I just wanted to commend you, man. You do a tremendous job on your podcast and you're, you're such a pleasure and so easy to listen to. And, uh, your content is great. And I just like the way you piece it together. So yeah, man, it was right up my alley and I, and I just, one episode turned into two, two turned into four, four turned into six. And then I started talking about it, you know, uh, first with my, first with my girl, my old lady, you know, I was like, Hey, check this out. Like, have you ever thought about this? Have you ever thought about that? You know, in regards to flat earth, started talking about it with some of my friends. And I was like, I don't know, I'm not completely sold, but I'm, I'm kind of leaning this way, man. There's a lot of things to point out that, uh, you know, we might be living on a flat plane level surface, you know? And, uh, of course, like, you know, I probably got like 10 episodes in, you know, and I was bouncing back and forth. I'd listen to a new one. I'd go back to an old one, you know, and then I think I went back and started from the beginning. And then pretty much now I think I've listened to all the episodes, you know, and I, I really enjoy the, when you read, uh, listeners questions because it, they, a lot of the times people are asking questions you have, you know, right. And I would listen to your responses. And then I started looking at your links that you were posting and I started uh, watching the videos and I started, uh, I went and watched the documentaries that your, your guests were bringing up and, you know, about 10 episodes deep, I was like, okay, man, I'm convinced like, this is the truth. You know, I can't believe this, but this is the truth. And 
wow, the lie really goes so deep. And I was like, you know, when you come to this realization, you're kind of like, whoa, this is the mother of all conspiracy. And then you start to think about it and you're like, wow, man, Lucifer's really had his hand, you know, in the mix for yeah. since the beginning of time. He's playing long ball and he's got control of this group of people that have so much power and influence. And he's, you know, with his wicked ways, he's perverted minds and used sorcery. And, you know, they turned religion into this our science into this religion and you learn that these guys are all in bed with one another so to say you know metaphorically speaking and that they're all a part of the same secret societies and and then you get into researching their their you know what they say about the 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 earth and its constructs and how it exists in this heliocentric model and the solar system and how gravity works and then it leads into you know evolution and the theory of relativity and and, you know, nobody questions this stuff. You know, I didn't, I sure did it, you know? And, and like you mentioned yourself, it's just everywhere. It's like, it's in our music, it's in our pop media, it's in our TV shows, it's, it's in science fiction, it's in all the movies. Like you say, it's, it's a spinning rock at the beginning of every movie that plays. There's a globe in every movie. I mean, every movie doesn't even have to be about that. It could be, you know, any movie that you're going to find uh, an image of, of the earth or a globe or something in it you know and uh yeah i was just like i was mind blown you know that how did i how did i not see this and how how are they pulling this off and now that i've dug and i've dug into some of this material you've you've fed your listeners you know such as uh helio sorcery man what a great documentary have Indeed. you seen that one yeah. yet absolutely yeah he Helio Sorcery is tremendously done, tremendously narrated. I love the way they do the cartoons and they do the the different voices and they, they actually take quotes from the actual historical figures. And it really shows how Lucifer's had his hand in like, you know, posing as God and 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 what was really behind the crusades and and you know how they tried to keep, you know, the holy word out of the hands of the people and just in the hands of the papacy. And you could really see how they were controlling the flow of information and then you you research that and then what the bible says and it totally goes along with scripture and you know what i've realized about the bible is it's a living book it's still playing out now to this day it was wrote when it when it was wrote thousands of years ago but it is still playing out before our eyes and when you when you become awake and you start to realize that like prophecy especially right now in the day and age we're living in is just playing right in front of our eyes you know and you always talk about like how the the enemies overplayed their hand and of course you know the pandemic the scamdemic you know all that stuff it was a huge eye opener for me you know me my girl our children are all unvaccinated and we went through that whole thing man you know where i even changed career fields because of it you know i used to be an ems and at that time frontline healthcare workers you know they, they you were supposed to take the jab That's you right. know and i was like i'm not doing it i stood my ground and you know, I, I relied on faith and there was a period of time where I left the, the workforce and, uh, you know, I was on unemployment for a little while, which I didn't like, but I used it as an opportunity to catch my kids up to speed, you know, um, with the digital learning. Cause I had a son at the time, I think he was eight when it was going on. And I mean, he didn't know how to make a zip file, compose an email, how to, and, and just to keep a kid focused in front of a cute computer that time, that was a lot to ask, you know, for sure. So I used a I used a few months just to stay home and, and and catch my kids up to speed, and then I was like, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna get back into to the workforce, and 
you know, I got lucky, man. I found like a loophole and uh, I actually went to work for the movies out here and I found a loophole where I could work without a, without a, cause I let my EMS license lapse, but I found a loophole where, uh, I could work for the, uh, Amazon studios and they were hiring us based off our credentials. And I worked on a television series, uh, EMS, and I was on their COVID testing crew, and we, you know, COVID tested crew two, three times a week. And I worked for the duration of the show. And then that show, the production wrapped up. Uh, it was outer range. Matter of fact, I don't know if you've ever seen it. It was a pretty great show, actually. No, I haven't. It's an Amazon prime show. Yeah. It's with Josh Brolin. It's like a, it's like a modern day Western, but it has a paranormal twist, you know? And I got to meet all those people, got to rub elbows with them. I got like on a first name basis with some of these actors. It was actually a pretty cool experience. And I, I made a lot of good money. And of course they were like, Hey, we're going to take this, uh, we're going to go film a show in another state. And you know, uh, my wife was like, to hell you are, you're not leaving me and the kids during this time and <laughs> like going off to another state. So she's like, you better find something else to do. So I ended up in the career field that I'm in now. And, uh, you know, I've, I've worked my way up to uh, level three security and now that's what I'm doing currently. And God's I totally provided the way and, and, you know, he's totally blessed me with a job where I, now I work nine to five. I, I get to coach baseball twice a week. I get to go to church, you know, Bible studies on Wednesdays, church on Sundays. And I get to coach my kids baseball team on the weekends and I get to be a part of my family's life. And I'm so grateful to the Lord for providing me this pathway. And I just realized like, you know, everything's coming to fruition now. And, you know, just in recent times, uh, my faith has really been reinvigorated and, uh, you know, the Lord's been speaking to me through his words and through confirmation and other people and, you know, podcasts like yours, you know, and, and this flat earth thing has really been, uh, a revelation to me. And, uh, it's really shown me to take God's word literally. You know, I used to think, oh, God's very metaphorical. He's this and that. How does that apply to the heliocentric model? And you can find ways to to, to pervert or change the word to make it fit a narrative. Right. And now that I've really gotten into this, I don't like to tell like Christians like, hey, dude, you, God's not being metaphorical. He's being literal. Yeah. Like, you know, um, when he says he did it this way, he did it this way. Like, you know, like for instance, the story of Joshua, Joshua 10, the Lord stopped the sun and the moon. Okay. So how does that line up with the heliocentric, you know, solar system? You know, I thought the the spinning rock and, and the sun and the moon affected our, our gravity. So if everything came to a halt and there was what happened to gravity, what happened to everything, you know, like how does that work? And it, and people start to be like, well, it was this and it doesn't really mean that it's just a meta. Like, no, dude, like then you're picking and choosing what it says. That's right. And like you either believe all of it or you believe none of it. And I was like, I, I believe God's word. And then I started to think about it. I was like, whoa, it brought a whole new meaning to the Bible for me. I mean, it opened up Pandora's box, you know, and then you go and you start looking and uh, you, you cracked me up, George. We, we, I think it was just your last episode with uh, William Boot. Yeah. Yeah. You brought up, you're like, hey, man, how does the Tower of Babel work on a spinny rock? <laughs> Are you building a tower to go to Venus, right? <laughs> yeah, dude. And I was like, whoa, dude, I, I can't. I was laughing, man. I, I was I was laughing, you know, and uh, I was like, "Whoa, that that totally, man!" I was like, "It doesn't make sense," like, you know. And then you think about it, you know, you think about Genesis seven eleven. It says, "God, the water sprung from the fountains of the earth," but it also says the windows of heaven were opened. The firmament, you know, 
like the the waters poured in god separated the waters you know that's right the sky is blue because the water's behind the firmament you know we're on this stationary plane the earth stands on pillars the earth is immovable and how many scriptures talk about the earth being immovable i mean and this is just a few that i wrote down you know chronicles 1630 uh psalms 33 9 psalms 93 1 you know, and then uh, you you look at things like uh, Psalms 104.5. It said, uh, so he set the earth's foundations. It can never be moved. Proverbs 8.29. He set the sea to its limits when he marked it out. Peter 3.5. He formed, he formed the earth out of water by water, you know, and then you start to look at all these things and you're like, wow, you know, and of course, being into what I was into because you know, um, I don't want to get into it, but I've, I've had a UFO experiences, multiple ex- weird stuff goes on in Northern New Mexico, you know, yeah, uh, in New Mexico period, you know, this is where they tested the A-bomb. They got all the underground labs, you know, I believe there's a lot of demonic energy over here. There's weird, strange things that the, the spaceport is here, you know, the supposed spaceport and all this stuff and, you know, dual say and, and I've had these, I've had strange things happen to me, but now I have a new perspective on what all that might be. And even as far as like extraterrestrials go, like, you know, do they exist or what are they? And, and, uh, you know, and then you start thinking about the extra terrain, the extraterrestrial, extra terrain outside of the Antarctic ice shelf. And maybe this is a uh, demonic and it's spiritual and they're not coming from, you know, another galaxy light years away and traveling here, you know, through wormholes and cause it doesn't, you know, I, the, the Bible does talk about there being other beings, right? It talks about the seraphim, the cherubim, yep. you know, the Nephilim, of course, the offspring. And, 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 you know, I was like, well, how does all this stuff tie into like Bigfoot and, and how does uh, dinosaurs and, and, and you know what? Genesis six, man, you always talk about it. Genesis six, there's your explanation right there. And, you know, through a series of emails too, you pointed to me to the Jesuit thing. And you're like, oh, look at the Smithsonian's logo, bro. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. Yeah, it's you know, it's right in front of us. Researching, yeah, you start researching like what they probably have hidden at the Vatican. You know, you start researching, you know, uh, uh, facilities like CERN. You know, and their logos six six six, and and uh, you know, you'd start to learn all the archaic, you know, weird occultic stuff they're messing with there, and you start to, and then it starts to make more sense, and then you start to research. You know, because of what I really feel that they're leading up to, I, I feel that like the solar system model and this whole perversion of getting people to not worship the creator, but worship the creation, you know, and that we're insignificant and we we don't have our place, you know, in the universe. Like, no, we're divinely created. We were placed here. You know, we were set with a firmament to protect us from above. Like God gave us free will so we could seek him, you know. But, but because we have free will, um, you know, these influences have, have come in and people, uh, this, these perversions have come in and they've overtaken our minds. And, and you start to look at it from that aspect and you realize it brings scripture to a whole new life. And then you start to look at, you know, of course, the, the COVID-19 and you start looking into that and they're playing with genetics and this mRNA technology has gene altering solutions in it. Um, there's a great book out there, by the way. Um, like you said, I don't believe all books, you know, like, but there's great information and truth in all kinds of different sources, right? There's a great book, of, uh, kind of that touches on some of this stuff called Birthright by Timothy Alberino. Have you heard about that? No, I, I'm, I don't think I have. Fill me in. 
So uh, basically, uh, Timothy Alberino, he's a pretty brilliant writer. It's funny, though, he has the globe earth on the front of his book, but it's about the usurpation of Adam's dominion. Um, and it, it talks about uh, how Lucifer is, you know, he's made these attempts on humanity, you know, of co- course, first during the fall with Adam and Eve, you know. Right. He deceived them into sin, you know. And then, you know, of course, he tried to kill you know, the, the, the sons of Israel to stop the birth of the Messiah. He couldn't stop that. You know, he tried to tempt Jesus from not fulfilling his duties on the cross. He couldn't stop him. You know, Jesus paid the penalty. So now what is he doing? What is the enemy doing? So he knows that Christ died for humans. He didn't die for humankind. Virus. He didn't die for cyborgs. He didn't die for, you know, this you know, transhumanism. You know, it's part of this. Uh, it's part of the enemy's plan. You know, and you get into researching the, the the new vaccines and you're like, wow, like this has gene altering solution in it. You know, like it changes the structure of human DNA. Um, and not only to mention all the other stuff is getting people sick. And then, you know, you look at the pharmaceutical companies and how they're exempt from prosecution in a court of law. And then you look at the CDC has the gets royalties off the use of the vaccine, but it's free, safe and effective. And they come up with the schedule of when you're supposed to take it. It's not free, safe, and effective. We, the taxpayers, are paying for that. And it's going right in the pockets of these goons, you know? And uh, so in this book, though, he talks about how the devil's, uh, one of the final attempts of the devil will to be to break us of our birthright, which is humans in faith through Christ is salvation. And if he can change our genetic code, then we can no longer receive the blessing of salvation because we're not humans. And that's what the mark of the beast is, right? It says you're unclean in the eyes of the Lord, right? When you accept the mark of the beast, you're now property of the beast system. See, the devil knows the rules of heaven and 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 earth, you know, as above, so below. So he knows the court of law, the heavens, and he knows that if he can get people to accept this contract from a delusion and, and, and usher people into this, and and you look, man, it just happened just just uh, the other day. My friend sent me the thing. They just. The FDA just uh, uh, accepted the trial run on Neuralink. And then you look at uh, what the who's, uh, you know, the World Health Organization is up to. And then you look at, at, at all the stuff that's going on and all these puzzle pieces are starting to come together. And then you start to look at, 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 at geopolitics and you start to look at what's going on with the banking system and, you know, how they're going to usher in this new, they're trying to get their hands in cryptocurrency because they want control of that. They want to stop the flow of cash so they can keep track of everything you're doing and then it makes total sense the flat earth theory makes total sense bro because they through uh through the perversion of the spinning rock you know they can push things such as sorry i took a few notes but you know the global agenda think about the global agenda what is it the new world order global government global army global id cards now we're going to track your carbon footprint you know and and uh, you need to be accountable for your carbon footprint. You know, the mark of the beast and the beast system. This is how the devil has ushered in his system. This is how he's coerced humanity into this contract where he is going to steal lives and soul. And that's what it's all about. That's the end game. But dude, like I really honestly believe that 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 flat earth theory, which, you know, I understand why you call your show that and you explain it all the time. But, you know, and I'll tell people, you know, about I'll talk to them about flat earth. But, uh, you know, I always say biblical earth or on a level plane. There you go. And, you know, and, and just to bring it back. So they're like, oh, it's so ridiculous. Like, how is the earth flat? Like, 
okay, bro, if you want me to explain it, like, it's not flat, it has terrain, okay, but it's on a level plane. It's immovable. It sits on pillars and it has a firmament above it, you know, when they're open to hear it, you know, when they're open to hear it. And then I just start to draw things like, think about it, bro, horizon, because it lays perfectly horizontal. They're, they're called tectonic plates, not tectonic curves, you know, it's called sea level because it lies on a level plane. And they're like, whoa, dude, I never thought about that, you know, and then you just drop little nuggets here and there. And I've been having some some good success, man. And I, I got a lot of people in my inner circle researching this stuff right now. I got people that I work around research. Yeah, I have not everybody is just like so accepting. I've, I've gotten some of that. That's ridiculous. And they attack you. And, you know, I, I kind of just, I'll back off, you know. Before I used to be a little more aggressive when I was younger, but now I've learned to like pick and choose my battles, so to say. But I have been having some success, man. And uh, when you're able to look at it from this perspective, though, I think that, I really think that that flat earth is kind of a cheat code in the matrix. Like what's, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I agree. And every time that, you know, you use, how many times during the day do we use the word global or globe or, or something like that? And every time we say it, um, words are programming tools that they use. And I think they figured this out a long time ago. Uh, of course the great Jordan, not Jordan Maxwell, Jordan. Yeah. Jordan Maxwell. I always get Maxwell and Peterson confused. Uh, Maxwell's the older guy who came up with, uh, exactly how words have meaning and um words cut like a knife that's why word is actually in the word sword and um, yeah there's just so much that goes i have so many notes already talking about the 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 maritime law the maritime law you posted that was that blew my mind yeah that is incredible yes that like once you understand that man you're it blows your mind you know, about like the sea docking and, and, and the birth canal and like, you know, like transporting goods and they have to sign this document. And you're like, whoa, dude, we are literally, uh, uh, they treat us as a commodity of the state, you know, and we yeah. have a price looming over our heads and we're indebted to it, you know, through servitude and through taxes, through this, through that, you know? Yeah. It's just like, it's that it's so mind blowing. You know, and and talking about words, you know, somebody, I've been looking to to get this book, but uh, I can't remember. I think it was Scipio, uh, maybe that brought it up on the episode with Scipio, but correct me if I'm wrong, but he was talking about the book, The Language Crystal. I vaguely remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the book's like $900. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. It was on eBay. It's like $830 the last time I saw it. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, I haven't found a copy cheaper than like 530 bucks and somebody swooped it up right away. Wow. Man, I got money to spend anyways. But one day I found a second edition popped up for $95 and I was like, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. I was like, okay, well, I'm kind of busy right now. I'll come back. And it was gone. like, I went back in and it was gone. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm seeing <laughs> Like, I, I got to get, I got to get, hey, any listeners <laughs> out there, if you want to share it with me, like, please, man, like I, I language crystal because they say you know i think you're right you know i think that's part of their magic right with a k on the end you know it's it's a perversion of science you know and it's it's like ridiculous and i a lot of people you know oh you, another thing that you talk about george sorry i'm kind of all over the place. no you're you're you're, you're killing it brother keep going yeah man so another thing that you talked about was like hey man if you could just stand out in front of walmart and you can ask like these people you know just ask them statistics about like, Hey man, how far away is the sun? 
Like, you know how big the moon is? How far, how, how far away is the moon? You know how fast the earth is spinning, you know, like, and see what they know, you know? And then when, they, and when, and then when you start telling them that, you know, they're like, well, how do you know all that? And be like, because, and then you tell them, you know, well, you know, actually I'm a, I'm a flat earther, but I just wanted to see if you know what they're telling us, you know? And then you explain why. And then I, I always like to show them that math equation and how, because even uh, Tesla talked about it, right? They're turning, they're turning science. I can't remember his quote, but, you know, vaguely in a, a roundabout way, he basically said they're they're taking science, making it a religion, and 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 taking uh, numbers to a fit their agenda. You exactly. know, I can't how. Yeah, he said yeah. That basically science was becoming a giant math problem, which they would backwards. Uh, you know, they would solve backwards. Like this is the end number. Now, what calculations do we have to come up with to make it fit our uh, our agenda? Right. There you reverse go. calculations so, or whatever you want to call it. Reverse engineering, if you will. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I've, I've blown a few people's minds telling them. So, so they say the, the sun is 93 million miles away. The earth is tilted at a 23.4 degree axis. We're spinning at a thousand miles an hour, you know, around uh, in the solar system is 66,000 miles an hour. If you take that and you divide it by a right hand angle, it equals what? 66,600. Uh, you know that that equation. I might have messed it up, but you know I had it wrote down in, in my notes. I have it in my phone. I don't want to pull it up. I might hang up on you, but <laughs> you know that equation. You know, yeah, it's twenty three point four degrees, and then minus a right angle of ninety, you got sixty six point six. Yeah, and it's like, come on, like, what's the chances of this? Yeah, you know, like, like, look at it, you know, and and then people are like, whoa, dude, like, what the heck, you know? And then you just start to, and then I, I you know, the people that have have. Uh, been open to it you know I just kind of have uh, done what you suggested I've called kind of followed your protocol of like you know just feed them bits and nuggets here like I don't want to send them like multiple things in one day but the people that have been like oh that's actually pretty cool like I don't mind if you send me some stuff you know I'll drop something once a day or every few days I'll send them something whether it's an Eric Dubay video or a link to one of your podcasts or um you know, something that I read or something from the Bible and just little bits and pieces here and there, you know, and, uh, you know, for me, these are some of the ones that, that, that at least for me, like kind of got me going, you know, where I was like, whoa, like, you know, like you always ask people like what, if you had an opportunity to talk to somebody, you know, what would, and you, you had them, their attention in an, in an elevator ride for a few minutes, you know, what, what would be some of the things that, that you would bring up? right yeah and for me like these are some and i'd like to ask some back and forth with you on these you know uh so uh one of them for me is uh planes flying right how does that work with a spinning ball right so for instance and a lot of people i've got people with this they're like whoa dude that doesn't make sense because like so let's say you take off from la and you fly to new york right the earth is supposedly spinning eastwardly underneath us so if you're flying from LA to New York and the earth is spinning underneath you and you're traveling at 500 miles an hour in an airplane, it should take you a lot longer of flight time to get to New York. But the flight times, if you look at them, give or take a few minutes here or there, whether you're flying from LA to New York or New York to LA, there's not much variation in the time. When if you were flying from LA to New York, your flight should be a lot longer if the earth's spinning underneath you and vice versa. If you're flying from New York to LA, that your flight time should be much shorter cut in half perhaps because the earth's spinning underneath you as you fly you know 
And then you get into talking about things like uh, the Red Bull jump, which, by the way, I think was here in the deserts of New Mexico, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So the guy was up in the air for what they said, three hours. And when he came back down, he's still where? Right. He's the, the, for three hours. And if the, if the earth is move, moving at a thousand miles per hour, he should have landed. I'm trying to remember which way the, the, the earth the spins. Pacific Ocean. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. He would have landed in the Pacific Ocean. It's just, uh, it, it's insane. Maybe he would have got lucky and landed in Hawaii. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, but George, remember now, it's relative to your perspective. And because of gravity in the, the ions in the atmosphere were pulling them along with the earth as it as it rotated like the ash or whatever pal yeah even i think the guy was what was he at One hundred and ten thousand feet or one hundred and twenty thousand feet yeah i think it is a yeah a hundred thousand over a hundred thousand feet i believe yeah that's just it's just ridiculous and then uh, another big one i think it's important when when you explain a newbie to uh the flat earth to a newbie make sure you have that picture of the actual surface and kind of explain and this is the hard part. This is Antarctica all the way around, not a little continent on mm-hmm. the bottom. And then ask them, go to Google, what is the um, tallest continent in the world? And it's it's not even close. Antarctica is the highest. And again, it's not even close. And then you have the Captain Cook story, which, if I remember correctly, uh, according to them, their math, Antarctica is 13,700 miles in circumference but captain cook took him three and a half years and he said sixty thousand miles and it's just it's not even close yeah what you did because people will be like and i i I tell people that too they're like well how do people fly around the world i'll be like yeah people if i draw a circle on the table i can make a circle i could fly i could make circles around it with my finger you know that's right that's flying around the earth i was like uh, had, has anybody, they've flown over the North Pole, but has anybody flown over Antarctica? And they're, and no, you know, they won't even let you get below the 60th parallel. And then you get to like, what are they hiding down there? And then you teach them about the ice shelf. And then that can lead into things like the tides of the ocean, you know, like that could possibly be too what causes the tides because it's not gravity, right? So, but what, what cool one that I learned with that. And this isn't even my top three people. We'll kind of go down this rabbit hole since you brought it up. You know, it's like, okay, so we have huge bodies of fresh water in this world. How come they don't have tides, you know, but then you learn about the oceans and they have what in them? Salt. They're salinized. That's right. right. And if the, if the, if the sun is a positive, you know, a positive charge and the moon is a negative charge and the, the water salinized well, salts reacting to those charges and it's causing the tides in the ocean. And and I tell people too, think about the sun and the moon. It, the, they say the sun is ninety three million miles away, bro. Ninety three million miles away, bro. <laughs> the, the 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 moon is two hundred and thirty eight thousand miles away. That's a big difference, dude. But when you look in the sky, they just happen to be relative in size to one another. Like, what is the ch- astronomical chances of that? <laughs> you can't make it up, can you? <laughs> dude it's just it's ridiculous you know but i don't want to insult anybody i never insult them because i was i was the same way oh we've all been that yeah we've all been that person we've all been that individual even it yeah even a few months ago like i'll joke with my friends who are hit to it now and i'll be like oh globe tards and they'll call us flat tard but like with somebody i'm teaching or trying to hit this stuff i never i never would insult anybody but you know i like i i just like to crack jokes and it's just just my nature of who i am as a person you know i like 
But uh, I would never insult somebody's intelligence because I was the same way just a few months ago. I, I didn't get to this place, uh, you know, until recently. And and really, man, I, I credit you, George, man. You, you're the you're the main reason why I've got to this place, you know. And then because if it wasn't for you, I never would. And then now, you know, I, I look at guys like Santos Bonacci. I think he'd be great to have on your show, by the way. I don't know what it is about Santos Bonacci. It is that Australian accent. And he's a great musician, by the way. You guys out there should go check out his music. But, uh, you know, Eric Dubay, you know, Flat Earth Dave, you know, like all these other personalities in the Flat Earth community. And you start to look at, uh, you know, the, the material that they're presenting. And man, there's some people out there doing some significant work. And I always get a kick out of it, you know, when they when they go after the poster boy, Neil deGrasse. And, yeah. You know, you're always you're always putting them on blast too, bro. And I love it, man. I love it. And, you know, uh, I think Santos Bonacci too just recently came out with a video and he uh he challenged somebody and he said, ten thousand dollars to provide me a real you know, we'll take it to the highest court of law. And if we have to, we'll take it to the highest court. And he's talking about the courts of heaven, you know, like he's like, he's like, but if you can provide me real concrete proof, a real photograph of the round earth, he's like, I'll give you $10,000. And he's like, and we'll sign a contract. And he's like, it's a standing offer. It's out there. You know, you got guys like Eric Dubay and supposedly like Joe Rogan was going to, you know, host a debate between him and Neil deGrasse. And that never happened. You know what? Because they, they're ducking and dodging, bro. They, they, they can't, they know the Ludo. You know, yeah. Yeah, they'll they'll they'll, uh, they'll look like fools, you know, uh, because it just doesn't stand up. It just does. Well, a lie will never stand up to the truth, right? That's right, a hundred percent. And Neil deGrasse Tyson is nothing more than a failed actor. That's all he is. Oh, and uh, Bill Nye, the science guy. Yeah, that's that's another guy. He, back in I, it was after my time, but I think in the the, the mid nineties, uh, they started having all the TVs in the classrooms, and every day started with a. Uh, a five or ten minute clip of Bill Nye the Science Guy. Yeah, you know, and I never liked him. Even even before I was into this stuff, I'd always be like, "Oh, this guy gets on my nerves." A squirrely pencil neck geek. Like I don't know, he just got he just like some people irritate you. You know, like I he always irritated me. I don't know why. Like yeah. I found him cringy. <laughs> yeah, he was all about himself. Yeah, I admire. Uh, but you know, back back to the you know back to the subject, and we'll get back to it. You know. Um, another one of my favorites is, you know, how about the long bodies of water, you know, and like the Nile river, that's right. It changes like a foot and it runs 900 miles. You know, we could talk about rail systems and, uh, you know, how they're shooting lasers across these vast distances, these photographs taken with P 900 and P 1000 cameras, and they're bringing things in, into zoom, you know, and I, I have a friend and, 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 uh, He's open-minded. He's been entertaining. He's not sold yet. He's probably one of the toughest nuts to crack, and I don't know if I never will. And I'll give him, he's a real Christian. He's a real Christian man, a real, one of my best friends. He's not sold yet, but, you know, we've been, and he keeps talking to me about things. Some of the things I haven't been able to answer, like I don't have an answer for the time zones right now. I did watch one today from Eric Dubay on, uh, I think it was uh, the seasons, how the seasons work. And I was like, wow, that's I would like to see some information on the time zones. So if any of you guys can explain how the time zones really work, I'd like to more information on that. But, do, you, do know, you know how many time zones things? there are? Yeah, I don't know. 38. Don't know. <laughs> 38. Okay. Uh, yeah, wow. See, I didn't even know that. Yeah. And I, I just would like more information on that. It's just something that I saw, I, you know, it could help me and, uh, you know, kind of sh- showing my buddy. But, uh, 
you know, the one thing that he did that and I didn't have an answer for, and it came to me today because he sent me a picture and it was somebody that was taking a flat earth image. And of course, like uh, they zoom in and uh, they can zoom it back into focus. Right. But uh, it was taken from 100 feet and then it was taken at six feet. And he's like, yeah, you can see it clearly with the one at 100 feet, but the one at six feet, it's cut off at the bottom. But uh, I forgot what that that rule is where the the light refracts, right? It explains like, uh, oh, I think I wrote it down here in my notes. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know about. exactly like, what you're talking about, the light refraction. At a distance yeah. if somebody's walking away from you because of your perspective and the way the light beam's coming down, yep. it'll appear as if the bottom happened. And people say that's the curve. That yeah. that's yeah, it's, it's mainly your perspective. Yeah, yeah. So that actually explains that, but I didn't I didn't really understand that because he's like, well, they're still they're still being blocked off. Yeah, but look at the distance, you know what I mean, and how they're bringing it into focus. But it's just a perspective, the way the light's breaking on the. Yeah, it's the law of like perspective with the light, the way the light's shining down. Yep, and, and that P nine hundred and P one thousand cameras really changed uh, the way flat Earth was accepted. That played a huge part in it because we can simply see too far yeah you know and 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 you could see too far and then they're building these vast rail systems they're building these canals and these bridges and these engineers aren't bringing anything into the table about that has anything to do with adjustments for curvature none you know um like that would be pretty important wouldn't it absolutely and the same with you know, in addition to that, the planes, airplanes, right? If you're flying from, let's say, Detroit to, to Mississippi, somewhere in Mississippi, you should have to account for the Earth, just like you were talking about the uh, the, the Red Bull jump. Why don't they account um, for the Earth spinning? Back in the day before they ever even had GPS, the only thing they would account for uh, was windage, right? Everything else was just compass, right? And they would guide their way there. It's And, of course, they're never... Com- you would think if you're going south that you'd have to continually to tip your nose yeah. down. That never happens as well. And it seems like sometimes, and again, this is going back to before we allowed ourselves to lower our shield a little bit and look into it, is these are the things that we kind of outthink ourselves because we've been so indoctrinated. It's just like, that's impossible. Come on. Man. Yeah, exactly. You know, and yeah, you would think about it if you're flying from a, a place directly north and south right and we that know that understand the flat earth map we understand that the north poles the the center and everything south goes down and it slopes down into the ice wall right and uh and it makes a cup which retains the world's water you know that and uh but yeah if you were flying north and flying south and in the earth spinning you would constantly be having to tilt your brain uh, plane to the left so you can glide along with it to make it to your southerly destination. You could have just fly straight south, you know. And same thing. They they always talk about how they fly with the nose up, you know. Um, they absolutely they always do. fly yep. with their nose up. If they never, if, if according to the Earth's curvature, if 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 they had to adjust for curvature and flying around the the, the globular Earth, we would just fly into outer space, right? They would, yeah. They would have to constantly. They would constantly have to be pointing there their noses of their of their airplanes down you know and then and there's been people that have taken video footage in in the the pilot uh chamber you know and they're talking to these pilots and they have the pilots on earth admitting to them that they believe that the earth is flat you know and then you go and look at you that's another thing that was another big one for me 
was when you get into looking at NASA's training manuals, you look at the, uh, uh, the Air Force training manuals and the aviation manuals, and they're all from the government. And they all, time and time again, landing on a flat, non-rotating surface. Landing on a flat, non-rotating surface. Like, it. why would they say that? Just for shits and giggles? Pardon my French? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Because in the military, we said train as you fight. So you, you should yeah. train exactly as how the real world situation would be. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's funny. That's funny to me. So those are some big ones. Those are some big ones for me. So, you know, people out there that are, you know, ministering, you know, biblical flat earth, you know, level playing to your friends and you're kind of struggling, you know, those were some that were that, that kind of clicked the light bulb on for me. So, you know, those are, those are ones that you can try. Um, the other one that was huge for me too, was the firmament, you know, the firmament is huge. And, you know, me and you have been talking back and forth and you've been asking people, hey, man, I want other people to get their voices in this community. And, you know, I, I have, a, you know, I, I feel like I, I, I wanted to do a podcast before. I was going to do another podcast just recently. I bought um, some equipment and some microphones and and I was going to get it going. Like I said, I used to do underground rap and I, I used to perform shows and I used to get in rap battles. So, you know, I'm like, I'm, I, I feel like I'm built for this, but I was going to do a podcast about paranormal and. And, you know, I was going to sprinkle in conspiracies and I was going to interview people about, but there's so many of those podcasts out there. And, and I got so busy and I had so many life things happen. It just never happened. But now I realize it wasn't what God wanted me to do. And now I really feel like God's been pointing me in this direction. Sorry, my dog's barking. Um, you know, I feel like God's really been uh, pointing me in this direction. And, you know, the other day you reached out and you said something on one of your programs and you're like, Hey man, I would love people to to fill up some of these time slots, you know, and, you know, produce little mini podcasts or do this and that. And I was like, you know what? It hit me. I was like, man, I still have the itch to do that. I was like, you know, maybe I want to do, I want to do a podcast about this and you know what? I'm going to launch it off. And I was thinking about calling my podcast firma mental, like the firmament, but mental, like having a firm mind, but firma mental, right? That's firmament, firma mental. Yep. You know, so I'm going to get this going, you know, and, uh, and, uh, you know, hopefully we, me and you, we can talk some more off air and, uh, you can give me some pointers and, and, you know, it's something that I want to do. And I'd like to produce like probably like three to five episodes just so I have some stacked up to release. But, you know, here down the line, I plan on releasing these things. So maybe it's something that we, we can get going. And, uh, you know, I already, I just built like one of those new Spotify podcaster accounts and I did all the framework for it, but, uh, I haven't launched it off yet. So. Anybody out there too that wants to reach out to me and has good ideas or can help me out with some like uh, graphic art, you know, because I have an idea of maybe something cool, like you know how they they depicted like the firmament and Sheol and the Earth, like the old the yep. depiction of uh, absolutely. I would like to do that with like a brain inside of it, you know, like firmamental, like that be the logo for my podcast because right now I just got a brain. Well, I can my, guarantee my you, that there's a listener out there who has sent me some things. And have tinkered with my logo, and I, I, I obviously I don't have his name in front of me right now, but there are some um, really talented art folks in our community. I'm sure you'll hear. And by the way, folks, Raul's email, as always, his uh, email will be in the show description. It's Raul.Hilliard55 at Proton.me. So again, his email address will be in the show description. Yeah, thank you so much. You know, and and I I just appreciate you and respect you so much. 
uh, you know, and, and the fact that you're a veteran. And I love Fact Hunter, brother. I love Fact Hunter. And, you know, you go ham, you know. <laughs> I won't say what the acronym means, but you go ham, man. And uh, But you keep it always cool and calculated. And I just respect you so much. And and it's it's such a pleasure to get to talk to you. Uh, I'm, I'm so excited about this. And I'm excited about, hey, Amarna, be quiet. No, don't. No, sorry, <laughs> you're good. He's like playing video games, and his door is open now. I'm like, hey, now, buddy. No, but so, anyways, back to this. You know, um, I, you know, we were talking off air before this, before uh, we got going. You know, and I was telling you about this, and I've been contacting, you know, and and telling you, and, and you know, you've been so supportive, and I know you you want to get other people involved in the community because, you know, it's just like preaching the gospel or 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 sharing God's word, right? Like you're going to be able to reach people that I would never be able to reach. And I'm going to be able to reach exactly you would never be able to reach. And so, and so out there, you know, is going to be able to reach people that you and I would never be able to reach, but all of us together, man, we can do tremendous work. And I, you know, I look at like the, the paranormal community and like the Bigfoot Sasquatch community and all these other, you know, online podcasting communities, they're so cutthroat and they cut down one another and like I've seen the the flat earth uh, community and it's so different, man. And it really is tremendous because how can something be evil or something be perverse when it's bringing so many people into picking up their Bible and reading it yep. and bringing people back into faith with Jesus Christ? And you told me, you know, something beautiful before we got going now. And I'm, I'm not going to share that because that's up for you to share. But, you know, you did mention to somebody reaching out to you and just telling you, crying out to you about like how how your podcast has led them to to know Christ and now they have this new fervor for life and they're not, you know, abusing drugs and alcohol anymore. And, you know, it's like situations like this that are just amazing and tremendous. And, you know, I just want to speak to people's hearts out there and I want to, you know, like, you know, the Christ in me wants to speak, you know, this thing to you because I think it's important, you know, and that's people always say, well, why does it matter, bro? Why does it matter whether we're on a, whether it's spinning round and round and it's round or whether it's level. And I'm going to be like, dude, because it's all based in a lie. Yeah. It's all based in a lie. And if you can get people convinced that this is the truth, then it, then it feeds into all this sciences, religion, and they can think, make, have you convinced that you're insignificant and that you don't matter. But if you could have this revelation that you are divinely created and you were created by him for him, you're protected with the firmament underneath you. You stand on an immovable earth with the God who is the same now and forever till eternity. And he yearns to have a relationship with you. He, he wants nothing more than for you to get to intimately know him and draw near to him. And, you know, he, he, doors will open up that you never thought would open up before. Like, uh, God is tremendous brother. I just love Jesus so much. You know, I call him Yeshua, you know, and, and it's funny because I haven't, uh, you know, up, up, up until recently, I hadn't even been going to church. You know, I was a believer and I would still talk to people and I would, you know, you know, uh, when I was working at security, I was doing a lot of patrol and doing like retail crime stuff. And, you know, I'd encounter a lot of people that were on drugs and stealing and, and, you know, I used to find little opportunities to share, you know, the gospel with people, you know, and, and I've, I've had some victory stories, you know, and, and, uh, I'm not afraid to step out and fake when the time's right. I don't like to be one of those you know, hellfire and damnation. Oh, you're going to hell. You need to meet yeah. Jesus or, 
you know, I, 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 I do it when I feel the spirit moving and that opportunity presents itself or, you know, I just try to live my life and, and be happy and maintain a level of positivity. And people always ask me, bro, how could you be so, you know, how can you be so happy? Look at all the stuff that's going on. And I'd be like, bro, I'm walking around in victory because I know who, I know my daddy's winning this game. Like, I, you know, I know we got things, that, but that's the thing that the devil uses is fear as tool. And, you know, that's the thing about uh, the, the, the round earth. You know, there's so much fear that can come out of this, right? They can tell us that we're, you know, we're under, we could be under threat of an alien invasion at any time, or a meteor from outer space can come and slam into the earth at any time. Yep. <laughs> and, you know, global warming and all this stuff. And it's just, just anxiety. And I, I tell people all the time, dude, you got to turn off the news. Me, if I get this podcast going, I might have to start some sort of social media just to promote it. But I haven't done zero social media for five years. It's been good for my relationship with my woman. And, uh, you know, and I, 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 I turned off the news. I did for a minute get caught up in the whole Trump and Biden thing. Yep. You know, and then think we all did. Uh, it, it tore apart uh, my family, you know, my woman's family. Like, and then, of course, the fact that we were unvaccinated, it hurt, bro. It hurt at one time. Yeah. You know, they didn't invite us to the family reunion and all this stuff. And I was hurt, you know, and I got kind of bitter. But God started speaking to me, dude. And he started telling me, let it go and let me, let me take control. Like, let go. Stop putting your faith in man. Ain't no man going to come and save you. Put your faith in me, I'll save you. You know, and I let go and I let God and I focus on what I can control, which is the people I encounter on a day-to-day basis, my relationship with my kids, my relationship with my woman, the people in my community and uh, the people, you know, things I can control. I can't control what's going on you know with the world health organization or our economy or the war in ukraine or who's going to be our next president you know like what's going to happen is going to happen you know and i need to focus on what i can control and like like you always talk about you know uh being smart getting prepared you know like i've been starting to invest my money like think about investing in silver and gold you know think about starting up a garden and learning how to garden you know, go take your kids fishing, you know, uh, go learn how to hunt game, you know, tangible skills that, that, that are real life that connect you with mother earth and nature and let go of all the rest of that crap, man, because it's polluting your mind. And really what we feed our minds and our souls is really affects how we operate. And it's been proven through science, you know, that your mentality literally affects your health, you know, like, so you know, they diagnose, they misdiagnosed people and they weren't even stick with what they got diagnosed with, but because they actually believed they had it, they thought themselves to death. That's right. <laughs> that's right. You know, and that's, that's, that's what the enemy's doing. He's using fear as a tool to control the masses. So it's fear of the COVID, fear of the next thing that's coming out, fear of the right wing extremists, you know, fear, fear of the insurrectionists, you know, these, these, uh, these, they they don't love America. They're they're national terrorists and you know all this stuff, man. It's just like nonstop, you know. It's and divide and conquer. Is all it is. Divide and conquer. Yeah, and it, and 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 they're so easy to see. They're so easy to sniff out. Like all these events is probably an episode for Fact Hunter, but we I don't want to get into. <laughs> it. But you know when all these things all these things happen, I think yeah. we can talk about doing a Fact Hunter together. But you know all these things happen, right? And it's like, once you start to see it through this lens, you can sniff out your bullcrap meter goes ding, 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 like, you know what I mean? And 
and and then you start to dig just a little bit and you're like wow like this is so scripted you know and they're just using this and and if one event doesn't work then they'll move right on to the next one and i remember being young and it was like you know uh, maybe something catastrophic happened every once every three months or you know a few times a year now it's every single day that's right some major event there's some major catastrophe there's a potential outbreak of some new disease there's war there's famine there's pestilence there's crazy storms there's you know all these global events geopolitics like it's just you know um and some of the other extreme movements that are going on you know like i, I gotta call it for what it is you know i don't have any problem with any human being i'm not your creator i'm your brother you know god does love us all but i'm not gonna sit here and be like yo lgbtqa plus you know it's okay like a man breastfeeding a baby that's okay no man it's not okay that's child abuse yep well, i'm gonna call it what it is you know we're, let, we're not normalizing this it, it's I'm a mockery of god's it. creation is what it is yeah did you see the dodgers they, yeah they had that group i just mentioned it yesterday garage. on the they were invited then disinvited and then invited again it's just nobody has a spine anymore nobody has and listen los angeles has a huge uh, is a huge Latino community, a huge Catholic community. And uh, of course, they, they ended up bowing to the 0.1%. Yeah, exactly. You know, and then they they, they wonder why, uh, you know, Budweiser loses billions of dollars, Target loses billions of dollars, and um, the new Little Mermaid movie flops. Like, you know, stop catering to this small percentage, you know? Yep. But they, they, they would have us believing that they're the mass. And listen, man, I, I have people that I personally know that are in the LGBTQ community. And if they're adults and they're leading that lifestyle, that's their deal. That's their business. But when you start pushing that stuff on the children, I have a big problem with it. Yep. And that's where I draw the line. That is you know, and, uh, I'm not your maker. I have my own sins that I would have to answer for. I have my own things that I had to work on. And listen, God didn't choose me when I was perfect. I didn't have to get cleaned up and then come to God. Like he chose me when I was in some built, brother. Like I used to be a pretty dirty guy you know i had a alcohol and cocaine addiction and sexual addictions and all kinds of stuff going on in my life i was far from being worthy of god's kingdom but you know what god loved me at that in that time that's when he pulled me into his kingdom and he didn't say you have to get right to get me no he got me and got me right that's yes yeah. Awesome. yeah and and that and that's what that's what i tell these people you know like, you know, I've had an opportunity to talk to some people in that community and it's like, hey, look, you can come to church. I mean, you're not going to, we're not going to run you out. Nope. Like, uh, we're not going to tell you, you have to change right there or try to cast demons out you. I just want to introduce you to the Lord and then whatever he convicts you of, that's, you're in his business. You work on that in your own time, but at least come get to know him because he is the way, the truth, and the life. That's right. I couldn't say it any better myself. And, you know, going back to what you were saying uh, about the news cycle, one of the first big stories that I recall, I guess I would have been 10 years old, um, was, of course, the Jim Jones thing in Guyana. Yeah, you know, 800 people drinking. That's where drinking the Kool-Aid came from. That yeah. led the news cycle for weeks. I mean, weeks on end, it led uh, headline news. Now something is in the news and it's gone within 24 hours with, the, you know, the, the fires of Canada. I mean, it's always something every single day. And we talk about the blessings of technology. Well... Um, the, the people, the, the, you know, the, the controllers, the Luciferians, they, they always pervert the things that we create. And that's what they've done with the internet between, 
you know, the pornography sites and, of course, using uh, that uh, as a communication weapon, right, um, with social media and everything else. They use it against us. You know, they always lead the headlines. You never see, you know, a man saves cat or, you know, a guy saves a person yeah. from being hit by a car. Everything in the news is is all negative and it's to keep us in a great state of fear. Um, so we want to lean on man for help when the time comes. That's how they control us through fear, like you were saying. And um, there's a fine line, which I have to do as well, especially with my other podcasts of being there's a fine line between uh, being uninformed and misinformed. You kind of want to yes. keep privy to what's going on in the world, but you have to be very, uh, you have to have a lot of discernment where you pull the info from. Yeah, 100% correct, you know, and uh, I, I heard something great and it, it just clicked in my head and I want to share with you. I don't know if I heard it on your podcast or someone else, but it would be great to be reiterated anywhere. But I think I heard it somewhere else. Sure. But there was a teaching that I heard and it talked about how did David slay Goliath, right? So everybody thinks that he killed him by hitting him in the head with a rock, right? Right. No, he knocked him out with a rock. He actually killed him with his own sword. So he used the enemy's own weapon against him to take him out. That's right. So we can use some of the tools that the devil's using. We can use them to fight back against him. Like we're know? doing right now, brother. Exactly. You know, and that, that exactly then that's what we're doing. And that's why, you know, um, I, I don't know if I, I mentioned it, you know, I think we talked about it off air, but uh, did I already talk about, uh, you know, how the I woke up at the same time three times? No, that was before the I, podcast. Go ahead and tell that story. It's incredible. Yeah. So uh, for the listeners out there, you know, before me and George, we just did a quick little rundown before we got to recording and I was letting them know, like, you know, something weird happened to me and that. Uh, you know, I always want to make sure that I'm being obedient to God and doing what he wants me to do, you know, and I don't want, I don't want to make it about me. I'm sorry, my other line's ringing, but I'm obviously going to ignore it. But um, yeah, so I don't want to make it about me, right? I want to serve the Lord. So I, I said a prayer and I, I asked him, you know, is this something that you want me to do? Is this in your will, Lord? Is this, is this really what I should be doing? You know, show me a sign. Give me a sign that you're, you're okay and you're behind me. And I believe the Lord gave me confirmation. So three nights in a row before, you know, uh, three nights ago, I woke up at 3.26 a.m. The night after that, which would have been night number two, I woke up at 3.26 a.m. And then this morning, before the day I went on your show, I woke up at what time? 3.26 a.m. So the third time it happened, I'm like, this is not a coincidence. You know, like, okay, Lord, what are you trying to show me? What's the significance of 3 and 26? And... Obviously, I went into the Google machine, but I just put typed in. I said, what's the significance of 3 and 26 in the Bible? And this verse popped up immediately. It's Proverbs 3.26. It says, for the Lord will be at your side and will keep your foot from being snared. Do not withhold good from those to whom it's due when it is in your power to act. That was incredible, man. There was my confirmation. He's like, don't withhold this information, this good food for pe- for you to share with people go out and act upon it boom i was like that's confirmation man I, this is ordained by god i'm supposed to do this and i got super excited <laughs> yeah i'll tell you man I, i've said many times if we want to make a difference as a community and uh, and again going back to what you're saying getting more people who um that listen there's a lot of people in this community that are smarter than me that uh younger can present better 
Um, they're just a little nervous. I've always said if we really want to make a big difference, because it takes an army to move a mountain, right? It takes an army to build a village. Um, we have to do things that we may not be comfortable with. For a lot of people, um, public speaking and those type of things are difficult. It's it's a difficult thing to overcome. And um, the, the more people who stand up and kind of say these things, and we always talk about the, the, the big um, the big question is how... Because look, this, you know, Flat Earth, they've put, they've invested so much time, effort, and money into this uh, psychological operation, this PSYOP. And um, it's our job to figure out what is the key to unlock people's minds. And I've been working on, yes, the other night, I told you I wanted to make a two-minute video with business cards and a website and something that's really catchy and just is enough to, to get them to dig a little deeper. It ended up turning into a 38-minute video, and <laughs> I said, well, I'm just going to drink yeah. this, and I'll start again later. But um, yeah, that's the Don't key. get me excited, man. I want to watch that 38-minute it, it's, video. It's on YouTube, <laughs> and it's on uh, the Rumble, my Flat Earth Files channel. That I just put it out there the other night. It's just kind of a compilation of videos. It's not just uh, Flat Earth. It's a little bit about all the lies of our government and the history. It's about 40 minutes. Um, oh, I'm going to watch that tonight. Yeah, actually, I think it might be on my... Fact Hunter Rumble channel. I'm not sure. There, there's about 10 minutes of, of, of Flat Earth. Yeah, check it out. It's on the, the 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 Fact Hunter one for sure. But it's just, you know, everything is a lie. Satan deceives. That's what he does. So, yeah, I wanted to ask you this, by the way. You said about the 10th episode you, you bought in, you were kind of a Flat Earther. How did it how did it change you as a person? Did you go back and did you interpret the Bible differently? Obviously, you kind of mentioned you did, taking things literally versus, like you were saying, picking and choosing, you know, what was a word and what wasn't. Yeah, correct. So it definitely did change at least my perspective, you know, and I started to look at things that like, you know, like the story of Joshua, like I said, like the sun and the moon stopping. Like, how is that possible with gravity? Like, it doesn't make sense, right? So, like, either that really happened and he's telling us a real story and he really made that, you know, heavenly phenomenon happen and it played out just the way it, it says in his word. Or is it a metaphor? Is it this? Is it that? You know, and, and, and people will try to, like, use science or they'll use our solar system model and they'll say, well, like, yeah, the Big Bang still happened. But it, it was still divinely created by God. Like, no, man, you can't cherry pick the Bible. You can't make it fit your narrative. It's God's word, his word, not ours for us to pervert. Like to me, this is just me personally. I've come to believe and I just believe it's something that God's been revealing to me that when he tells us these things, he means it. And, you know, like I said, I was into extraterrestrials. I was into ancient astronaut theory. I was into reading Zachariah Stitchin. Uh, yeah, I read Chariots of the Gods. I do believe in the book of Enoch, but I, I just look at it from a little bit slightly of a different perspective. Right. Now. Right. You know, I don't necessarily think that there are these, dude, I have a tattoo on my leg, bro. It's a, it's an extraterrestrial Pharaoh. <laughs> really? You know, like I, 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 I was hardcore into this stuff, you know? And, uh, you know, now I just look at it differently. You know, it's just slightly changed my point of view to a more biblical narrative. And like I used to, Genesis 6 makes a, a, a great point. And, 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 and I know on one of your upcoming podcasts, you're interviewing the guy that, that wrote Genesis 6 on law. Yeah, Gary Wayne, July 25th. Oh, I can't wait for that, man. Uh, yeah, so I think Genesis 6 answers a lot of these questions, you know, about 
the Nephilim and the remnants of some of these giants. Because, dude, there is remains of giants. Absolutely. Uh, yep. They keep them under lock and key. You know, the Smithsonian Jesuit Foundation has them under lock and key. Which, by the way, we pointed out their logo is uh, is the Smithsonian's logo is like the Jesuit logo. Absolutely. You know? And you just look at these things and, and it makes sense. You know, like I think that these uh, creatures did exist at one time because what the the fallen angels, you know, were playing with what genetics and they were messing with genetics and they were perverting what God had made and making something different. And God saw it as an abomination. So we wiped them out with the flood right now. It says in the end times, he won't destroy it by water. He'll destroy it by fire. Now, how that plays out, I don't know. You know, I don't know. I don't have all the answers. But I, you know, I, I do think that prophecy is playing out before our eyes. And especially when you see things, you know, everything is a perversion, you know, like, like, you know, the rainbow, it's not, I'm sorry, but it's not LG, the rep, what represents LGBTQA plus and whatever they keep adding on it. Right. It represents the covenant that he made with us that he wouldn't flood the earth again. That's right. That's what it really means. Yeah. You know, and they take things that are beautiful and they, and, and, and they twist them and, and make them about something else. And, you know, that's what this whole journey has really showed me and to bring it back to like flat earth and like how you said it changed my, my outlook on things, you know, it really just, it wasn't that my faith wasn't strong before it was, you know, I've had things happen to me where I called out on his name and I've seen entities move away from me. I won't get into it, but you know, I've had strange things happen to me in life. You know, I've had, um, close calls. I've had, you know, a lot of. Uh, friends and loved ones die around me and I've gotten confirmation that there is more to life than just this physical realm that we walk around in um but so I always I've always had faith because God's shown me things but um you know this just was further proof like when you just really realize like you don't have to take this beautiful thing that God made and make it something else like it's so beautiful the way it is like why do they feel the need to change it? You know, like, why did they have to make this extravagant, you know, story? And it is, it's so hard for people to, to accept because people want to think like, oh, Star Wars is real or there's a chance that we can go to Mars or, you know, like, uh, you know, I'm a Trekkie, man. You know, like, oh, I'm a Star Wars fan. And like, I, I can't accept this, dude. This has been like, I look at my house. It's decorated with Star Wars memorabilia all over. You know what I mean? I got Simpson stuff all over, dude. You know, they, they had the dome in there and they had the nine eleven on the bus report and, you know, like, like all this stuff with the twin towers. And it's like, it's like, you know, I, I still indulge in some of these early, cause I can't stay in, in the rabbit hole 24 seven. Like you always say, yeah, you, you know, I still like, I still like my bread and circus sometimes, but uh, you know, you start to see things differently. Yeah. I watch movies differently. I listen to music differently. I consume things. I see things. I notice things. And I'm always like, eh, and I, my girl gets so annoyed because I'm always rewinding and pause. Did you see that? You know what that means right there? <laughs> you know? And uh, I'm always pointing things out. And, you know, I know my kids laugh at me and sometimes it can be annoying, but I know they appreciate me and I know they appreciate what I'm showing them. And it's funny, dude, my five-year-old son, he's always like, <laughs> his favorite podcast now is Flat Earth Files. You got a five-year-old fan. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. Shout out to Shout out to Troy. Yeah, dude. Nice. I'm like, what do you want to listen to? You know what? I'm not listening to music. And, and he's all, yeah. You hear that, Troy? George just told you the love. But uh, 
He's actually coming home right now. He's opening the gate. Oh, I'm nice. The sack, so I don't get. But anyways, yeah, you know, it's it's awesome. And, uh, you know, I still consume some of that stuff. You know, I can't, I can't just stay stuck on this stuff because, you know, you need to break away from time to time. I like to watch UFC and, you know, I'll, I'll watch the NBA playoffs. And, you know, like I, I still like some of that stuff. But, but I just, uh, I don't get, so it's not the most important thing to me like it used to be. Like I remember when I was young, you know, I was a huge Phoenix Suns fan. And like when Charles Barkley lost to Michael Jordan in the NBA finals, I cried, yeah. you know, like I would never be that uh, wrapped up in it, you know, anymore. Yeah. For sports takes all new meaning. You don't get emotionally invested like you used to in movies. It's, it's the same way for us. We're looking for, you know, instead of watching the plot and everything, we're looking in the background, we're looking at the clocks. We're like, oh, there's another globe and, and things like that. One thing I did want to kind of backtrack on because I'm going over my notes here. You had mentioned, yeah, uh, in that area where you live, that seems to be where all the sightings and UFOs and obviously Area 51's out that way. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, that's kind of an, an extension of um, JPL and NASA and Space Force, that whole area out there. And people need to realize if I, I'm sure a lot of our folks listening do understand, but the founding folks of nasa were were occultists jack parsons and if you folks have never heard of babylon working go research i think i did a podcast a year ago uh, on it on my other podcast the occult between jack parsons l ron hubbard and alistair crawley all these people were all one in the same so the 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 early fellas elena blavatsky yes yes exactly (laughs) just uh it's it's crazy yeah, you know, and it's funny that you mentioned these things, but like New Mexico, so much is that like Dulce is is infamous with with uh, with truthers, right? You know, uh, Phil Schneider, correct, the one that said they were digging in the extraterrestrial. Yeah, he did. You, Phil Schneider is the uh, the um, underground base guy, right? Yeah, yeah, he was missing digits from his hand, and they they he ended up they ended up killing him. You know, um, you know, they talk. Uh, of course, this is where Roswell happened. This is where they tested the atomic bomb. We have Sandia Labs. We uh, we have the um, uh, the Los Alamos Labs. You know, this is where they worked on all that technology. This is where they had they built the uh, the SpaceX, the spaceport. You know, like there is a lot of uh, spiritual energy here. You know, and without getting into it, dude. But like, you know, and now I think it was something else. You know, it could be psyops or it could be demonic too. You know, like. Or, you know, you've heard of Project Blue being like, my sure. God, they could project images in the sky. I think in the end times, that's what they're going to do. They're going to stage. And this is just what I think. I think they might possibly stage an alien invasion. And, and people that don't know the truth, they're going to be so scared and mind blown. And they're going to have this cosmic war going on in the Catholic Church or somebody's going to step up to the plate and be like, oh, these are our gods. And they're going to make peace with them. And like, you know, some kind of grand deception is happening, you know. And I, I could see something like that playing out. And I, I did like it, me, um, my woman and my best friend, we were on his land and dude, we saw what the only thing that you could say would be like a, like a, a UFO, like two super Walmart stacked on top of each other, man. It was the scariest, strangest thing that's ever happened to me, uh, deep in the woods of Northern New Mexico. And it was, uh, it was strange, but you know what? It's just, uh, it's led me into researching various things and eventually led me to where I'm at now. And, uh, you know, I used to think of back then, like, you know, um, I, 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 I believe extra, I don't think it's a mass hallucination. I just think that maybe these extraterrestrials, you know, they're the, they're the fallen ones, you know, 
Oh, and they have they have powers that we can't perceive because they come from the heavenly realms and they're eternal beings. And right now we're living in the flesh, you know. Uh, I don't know. I don't have all these explanations and I don't have all the answers. But, you know, I'll tell you one thing. I don't believe that we are going to be invaded by like uh, beings from a, a far, far away galaxy. No, you know, I just don't buy that anymore. Of course not. And And that is, again... They may pull something off like that because they certainly have the technology in this day and age. And um, they, they have prepared people's minds for the last 100 years via Hollywood. So and, and I think people would be excited by it in, in a weird way. Some people would, you know, well, look at in the, when was it in the 20s when they broadcast that crap on the radio? And some in 1938 or 39, the War of the Worlds, Orson Welles. Yeah, see. And, uh, you know, so I think there'll be people that'll be excited. There'll be people that will lose their minds. There'll be people that commit suicide. There'll be, you're going to have a whole host of things going on. It's going to be strange, you know, but I know one thing, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read the signs for what they are. And if I'm still around, I don't know the rapture or whatever. I don't know. This is, it's all playing out in front of us, brother. All I know is that when that happens, man, the first thing I'm going to do is start praying in his holy name and ask for discernment and, and. And I believe the Holy Spirit will show us who are really connected to it and who know Christ intimately. We won't fall for that deception, man. No, absolutely. And, you know, I ask the a lot of people all the time, um, if you had a choice, and I'd like to ask the, the listeners right now, I'm not sure if I ever asked this uh, on the air before on this particular podcast, and I'll address this to you. I, I know what your answer is going to be, but there's a lot of people who... Um, I don't, I don't know. I'm just going to put it this way. If you had the opportunity to take uh, a pill that completely reversed everything when you became, we'll say, red pill, is that something you would ever consider? I know you're going to say no, but I, I know there's a lot of people out there. I wonder if there's certain things because people do go awful far down into the rabbit hole. And um, I get emails all the time and I'm kind of the same way. Like I have a lot of acquaintances, but like this conversation that you and I are having right now. That's this isn't a conversation I have with people here in my town or or with uh, outside of my wife, my family. Do, do you know where I'm coming from? Yeah, yeah. You know uh, what's crazy is uh, I I don't just go off spewing because I don't want to look like a maniac. You know what I mean? Or draw you know unneeded attention to myself because you know one thing I've learned. You know when I was younger and and, and like before. When I've had this, you know, encounter that I thought was Bigfoot and I had that UFO encounter, I'd go around blurting it out to everybody, like, check this out. And I read this book and this is what I had to say. And I would just, I was just throwing stuff out there and people would be like, dude, Raul, he's on one. He's a quack, you know? <laughs> yeah. But I've learned to pull back the reins, you know? Yeah. And and now I've learned, like the Bible says, you know, I don't cast pearls before swines and I only share with people that I know are worthy of sharing it. But in this, in this community, you know, and with your listeners, this is a totally comfortable platform where I can feel like I can let my guard down and talk about these things and be myself and what I really feel because, you know, I think you're doing something tremendous here. And, you know, I really don't, I really don't value people's opinions, you know, that, that are in my intimate circle, you know, like you can think whatever you want to think about me, but I know not to just go blurting out this information to just anybody. Like I pick and choose who to share it with. And, you know, the, the Holy word says, you know, some people will be, uh, intentionally blinded you know and people's hearts will become hardened and it's not not everybody's chosen and it's a hard thing to understand so if you are chosen or, and you choose god and you realize you are chosen 
you need to realize how intimate and special that is. And you need to wake up every day and be grateful for that because nothing is presented before you, nothing. And they can threaten us with death. You know, uh, you know, they, what, what's awesome is I heard this about the ancient Christians is the Romans used to take them and, and they throw them in the Colosseum and they feed them the lions and tigers. And, and people would think that, oh, this is, we're going to terrify them and they're going to straighten up and they're just going to straighten up their act. But those Christians' faith were so strong back then that they were volunteering to go into the Colosseum and face the lion. Yeah. Like if our faith can only be that strong now. Yeah. That's what I want. That faith that's that strong. Like you can threaten me with death, man. I'll go ahead and die a warrior's honorable death for my Lord and become a prince in heaven. Like, you know. Yeah, that's we have conviction. To, that that's you know, you talk, we're talking about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego level of uh, conviction in your heart, right? Oh uh, well, you know, I I hope I had that, you know. Uh, but I, uh, you know, I I I'm a you know, you're a warrior too. You you're an ex soldier. You, you know, I I had that I had that spirit in me, dude. Like I'm, I know this is a warfare. We we're in World War Three, bro. We're in it. It's just spiritual, financial, and digital, and. And, you know, it's, it's an attack on our brains. It's, it's an attack on our, our children, our lifestyle, you know, and it's a perversion of the truth and it's normalizing, uh, you know, everything's in reverse. You know, what's good is bad and what's bad is good. You know, that's right. That's what we're living in. And when you wake up and start to have, but the thing is people be like, isn't that scary though? Isn't that scary? Like, no, it's not. It's free. Because if you know the, yeah, if you know the Bible. Yeah. And you know what G- Jesus promised us? Like we, he's going to save us. He's going to save us, you know? And I, I truly, honestly, 100% in my heart, believe that. I know that I'm a knower, you know? And, and it's, it's, it's things like these and these experiences and, and forging new friendships and relationships with you that, that just show me how much more the Lord's working in these, in these final days, you know? Yeah, and if you thought, because uh, my wife kind of went through the same thing you did as far as the jab, as we were talking about earlier, um, if you thought COVID was tough, wait till they go to the digital dollar and outlaw cash. You know, they do away with cash. And remember, guys, they did this back in the 1930s. They told everybody to turn in their gold. Um, so this isn't going to be the first time they do something extraordinary like this, and it's going to happen very quick. And once they, you know, once everything is digital and then... <laughs> If you don't follow uh, along, if you don't play ball, they can just shut you off. And and that's really, really going to uh, test people's conviction. You know, well, I think that's the mark of the beast, right? It says that if you don't bear that mark. That's right. By your father, good. Yeah. That's very clear that, and, and I don't understand how people can't see that, you know, and this was wrote how many thousands of years ago. And, and it's like, that's a coincidence. I don't understand. To me, it's mind blowing that people can't see that, but it's up to us to do God's work and bring the information to them and the people that are supposed to hear it, they will hear it and they will receive it and will water those seeds and they will, will grow new flowers for the kingdom of the Lord, you know? And I really believe, you know, like, um, yeah, they're going to, we're going to be threatened with all this scary stuff and, and, you know, facing starvation, ridicule, you know, not having, you know, we're so used to our devices and having all these luxuries. Like I always, I'm not a doomsday prepper, but you know, you know, I have some, some, place and then some land uh stacked away and, and some supplies and some material and it's okay to have a plan you know i'd rather have and not need than need and not have uh i, I think i said that right <laughs> that's you know exactly but, uh, you know and uh i think it's okay to but you know uh 
when you get to know the Lord, he's going to give you signs and wonders. I think that, you know, if, if we resist the mark of the beast, I believe that miracles will happen. You know, I could totally see it where like, like you refuse to conform to the system and, and you're trying to make it off the grid and you need a meal for your family. Well, God will just let this buck walk right out in the woods and he'll lay right down in front of you, you know, That's like true. something like that. Like God will provide for he clothed the, the lilies of the field beautifully and he can count every bird in the air. How much more valuable are you to the Lord? You know, like he will provide for you. You just have to have faith. I, I wanted to ask you, we've, we've got about 10 minutes left. I wanted to ask you when you um, took the information and you finally, again, you you came on board with uh, Flat Earth. How did you relay that to your, your family and how did they accept it? So I've been having some pretty tremendous success, you know, uh, especially at, at, at work. You know, I'm a. I'm not going to say where or sure, of course. Know, but I'm in security, you know, and, that, and there's a there's a, a facility that I secure, and you know, I'm a private security, you know, contracted to watch over this facility, and uh, you know, there's some, and it's a it's a classy institution, I'll just say, you know what I mean, um, at least by the world standards, you know, and there's some people that work in this place that you know, <laughs> I've kind of dropped little nuggets on, and I become. Uh, kind of buddies with the manager of this place and uh, kind of just drop little things here and there. And uh, he's picked up on them and a couple other people that work there and they picked up on them. And I just share like, hey, did you know this? And I, I, I kind of start off with like, the, you know, asking them, hey, you know, just, hey, you uh, you might have to ask you a few questions and be like, hey, how far is the sun away? You know, oh, you didn't know? Well, it's 93 million miles away. And and then just start you doing little things and showing them the little equations and then tell them, hey, did, you know, like just mess with them because I like to mess with people and like in a fun way, you know, I'd be like, hey, did you know, do you think we landed on the moon? And some of them would be like, yeah. And I'd be like, come on, man. <laughs> like, and then I start telling them about like, dude, go check this out here. You should watch this video. And then, and I'd be like, is it the cool if I send you something? And they'd be like, yeah, I guess so. I'll check it out, you know, and then just like do little things like that here and there. And then they come back to me and they'd be like, bro, I watched that video, dude. Be like, that's crazy, man. Like, what else do you got? And then just, you know, here's a little nug- another little nugget. And like the manager of this place that I work, and he's a cool guy, man. I really like him. He said he he was talking to his sister just the other night. And he asked her, like, he's like, yeah, man, I work with this guy. He's a flat earther. He's been showing me some things. And he's like, man, he's like, it's actually pretty interesting stuff. I don't know if I'm sold and I'm there yet, but he's like, I'm looking at it. And he's like, it's it's got my wheels turning. He's like, I'd like you to watch this documentary with me. And she, I guess she told him like, that's ridiculous. Like, come on. Like, are you kidding me? And he's like, come on, sis, you're open. minded. just stay here and watch it with me. And he said like about like five, 10 minutes into level, he said, you know, like she's just like mind blown afterwards, you know, mouth the gape, like what? <laughs> are you kidding me? Yeah, it's the most important thing is getting somebody to let their guard down for just a few minutes and and allow themselves uh, to receive the information. It doesn't take long to just plant that little, you know, seed of doubt. Yeah, and then I have a couple buddies of mine, too, you know, um, you know, shout out you uh, crazy Irishman. My buddy will know who it is. He'll listen to the (laughs) podcast. Uh, you closet flat earther you yeah my other buddy came out you know and i started talking to him and he's like bro i've been knowing that and i'm like what i'm like dude how can you ever because he's like because why he's all why why he's like why he's like I, he's like when you want to know you want to know you never asked me i was like 
but that's just kind of his personality. He's a more private, you know, type person, you know. But I, I, I ran into friends that were closet flat earthers, and I'm like, bro, come out the closet, man. <laughs> that's awesome. That is so awesome. Yeah. Wait, but not the one that's of success. Like, I'm sorry, you go ahead. One of the hardest nuts. You know, I, I have some. You know, I listen. I can't convince everybody, and I don't have all the tools. And you know. When it comes down to it, do I think flat earth is more important than just having faith in Jesus Christ? Absolutely not. Of course not. Right. Like, uh, just because you don't believe in flat earth, does, uh, you know, I'm not going to say, that doesn't make you a non-Christian. Like, this is, I'm not starting some cult and telling you this is what we have to do and read. No, dude, no. This is the, this is the journey that God gave me. This is what he planted on my heart. And it's been a tool that I've been using and it's grown me closer to it. You know, if it does that for you, great. If it grows into that, if that's the Lord's will, then maybe that is. Maybe, I don't know. You know, uh, well, we're seeing it play out. But listen, by no means do I think that, you know, um, if you hold on to the, the, the solar system model, but you're still a firm believer in, and, and you do the works of Christ, like, you're you're good, brother. You're uh, good. Like, a, a thousand you know, out here. Yeah, but uh, I just think it's something that I, that I become passionate about. And what I think is it's just that's that's what tragic that's what's tragic about today's society is that people can't just sit down and have a discussion and have different points of views. Everybody thinks that they have to think the same. That's right. You know, and I heard a great quote from uh, some underground rapper. I don't even remember who it was, but you know, and he's an African American gentleman and and you know, like how they try to do all this stuff like, oh, blacks and whites can't get along and systemic racism and critical race theory and it's just Wars of Odd Encounters of the gym to keep us, yeah, to keep us divided. They don't want us standing together, you know. And this guy sees right through it. And he said the other day, he's like, he's like, yeah, all you brothers and sisters and, 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 you know, people in the LGBTQ community, you all, you all preach about tolerance and, uh, and acceptance, but you're hypocrites because you can't listen to somebody else who holds a different point of view. And I was like, that's a tremendous point, man. That's like, a home run. How can you be a champion of diversity when you can't even respect somebody who has a different opinion than yours? And that goes back to freedom of speech. Freedom of speech means being accepted of the, the speech you love the most, allowing them to yeah, speak. If you, don't, if you don't like it, then don't watch it. If you don't like it, then don't change the channel. Turn it off. Yeah. Yeah. Change the channel. Like, you know, you always mention it on Fat Tunner, like the Communist Manifesto. Like how, you know, like Rothschild said, like, give me control of their financial, uh, you know, like their money and I'll show you who controls their government. That's right. And then you look at the communist manifesto and you look at that. They say, like, uh, you know, if you can uh, get a hold of their education system, then you can form their minds over generations. And uh, I forgot the other one that I was going to bring up. But there's another one that they're using in the playbook from the communist manifesto. But, yeah, you know, uh, it's just that's that's their playbook, bro. That's their playbook. And they literally, and, and, and people, well, how can they pull this off? It's because everybody's duped. Everybody's, we're so generations deep. It's hard to undo all this program, you know? And that's why, like you said, the hardest nuts to crack are like sometimes the, the elderly people. And I don't want to, I kind of bombarded my mom with an over overwhelmed her the other day, <laughs> you know? And she's like, honey, honey, just stop and slow down. But I get going with my mom and I still like to rile her up sometime. I better stop. You know, she's getting up there in age, but you know, she's like, slow down. She's like, just send me a few things here and there. She's like, maybe I'll look at it. You know, but I tried to drop the atomic flat earth bomb on my mom the other day and that didn't go very well. Yeah. Uh, anytime we have family ga- gatherings, they're like, oh, here comes crazy Uncle George. 
I love it. Though. Yeah, but you know, you know, you just got to keep plugging away. And again, you could have the greatest evidence on earth; they have to be willing to uh, to be receptible to it, right? Amen. You know, like, and sometimes, uh, like you said, I just think that that is the key to it. You know, just uh, just drop a little things here and there. And I heard something great from Eric Dubay today. It was a video that uh that uh, he he had shared, and it was just about you know, not arguing with it and engaging in debate with these people. Like if they want to insult you, you know, it's okay to, to walk away because if you, you know, once you get to arguing and, and stuff, you know, you can, you can discredit your own self just by your actions. That's right. So like, it's better, it's better just to sometimes, uh, you know, he did say that you can say something smart, like, okay, well, well then genius, just go on and continue believing in your, uh, spitting testicle, or I forgot what he said, you know, it's kind of, <laughs> kind of funny, but he's like, you can kind of just leave it like that. Like, okay, man, I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to cast crumbs your way. Like, and then it'll get in and be like, well, hold up. Like, wait, what, why, why didn't you tell me that? Like, <laughs> you know, that's right. And, and, you know, it's better than just continuing there to try to, you know, spew fact after fact after fact and just waste your breath. So Yeah. I'm not going to do that, but I have been seeing, you know, a lot of people opening up to it. I have been seeing, you know, uh, I believe, you know, new members coming into our community and like, uh, God's been using me as a tool to get them there. So, so amen. And, you know, I look forward to starting this podcast with you and George, you know, if you, uh, want to, you know, help me out and give me a few pointers on like, you know, recording or editing or, you know, some things that I should maybe try to do or, you know, s- things that I could use, you know, maybe like some intro music i don't know just whatever just little things you know this will be my first time doing this so you know but i would like to get that firmamental going and you know i'll produce a few episodes and when i get some done shoot shoot them your way and you know maybe you can put it in the rotation yeah absolutely i'm thrilled i actually got our first uh mp4 today from um i'm just going to say her first name uh sherry uh, who's actually from the she actually lives in the sandy hook area it's it was only 10 or 11 minutes but it was very interesting and that's already in the uh, the rotational effect on a radio, um, and I can't wait. You're going to have such a you're going to have a lot of success with your podcast. You're knowledgeable, and uh, you have a tremendous way of you know taking what's in your mind and sharing it with the masses. Uh, you, um, you're going to get a lot of feedback. And again, it is um, uh, Raul.Hilliard55 at Proton.me. And of course, don't worry about writing it down, guys. It'll be in the show description. As well as many of the things we talked about today, uh, Helio Sorcery, I'll put the link for that in there, um, and a few of the other Zetetic things. cosmology. Yeah, it's just, th- there's so much, you can spend so much time, yeah. and that's the, the two things we need more, <laughs> like time and money are the two things we always seem to roll short of, but uh, we just do it the best we can with the, the time that uh, we allot for this, and you've been an incredible guest. I certainly would like to give you the, the last... Um, the stage here to close and you know yeah for sure you know first off i just wanted to say uh, much respect to you i'm just thrilled and honored that uh you know you put me on this podcast you know the beginning of season two it's still something new but i've seen and hear you talk about your growth and it's so exciting and i'm i'm just so happy for you george and uh i would just like to you know bless you and ask the lord yeshua to continue to uh, keep you strong in the faith and and, uh, you know, protect you from any attacks from the enemy and, you know, keep you uh, knowledge filled and give you great content to, you know, to feed to your listeners. And, you know, I'd like to join in this uh, in this movement with you. And, uh, you know, I'd like to continue to 
establish, you know, a friendship with you and other people in the community and, uh, you know, see where this goes. I'm just excited for this. It's something that, uh, you know, it's, it's given me like a, a new hobby, so to say, you know, a new venture to take on. And it's pretty exciting with the other things I got going on in my life. And, uh, it's crazy. You know, I've been on other podcasts before, but they're about other subjects. And I, I had never been so <laughs> kind of nervous to, to, to go on a, a podcast. I just wanted to make sure that, that this was right. But after I got that confirmation from God, it was just like, I knew it was right. And it kind of calmed me down and kind of gave me focus. And I wrote down some notes, kind of bounced all over the place, but it's just my personality. You know, I'm a high energy person and I appreciate you for kind of like let me run around like a wild stallion on here. No, that's this is great. Everybody has their own approach, and when you're rolling like that, I found the best thing to do is just step out of the way and let them let you roll. And you you absolutely crushed it today. And you know when you told me before about you're waking up at three twenty six and Proverbs three twenty six, and you know that confer- that kind of reconfirms me and and what I'm doing in my mission. Don't withhold good from those to whom it is due when it is in your power to act. Ladies and gentlemen, it is in our power to act. We've been given knowledge and we should uh, share it. And I know there's a lot of people out there who would love to. They may be a little nervous about it. They may be a little uh, not skeptical. That's the wrong word. But just they may be afraid. Oh, I don't want to present it wrong or because it is the the psyop is so strong. It's such it's confrontational. It is so weird. You can stand at the water cooler at work and talk about the moon landing. Nobody will blink an eye. Right. And, and these are directly correlated. You mentioned flat earth. Yeah. Oh, you're not. My goodness. All right. It, it's just crazy. That just goes to show how deep the psyop runs. It, it, exactly. Man, I going to say any, anybody, any better myself, my friend. There you go. Well, I can't wait for your podcast for Momental. And uh, we'll be sure once you get that up and running, we'll let the everybody know. And I'll put a link in for the folks so they can go, you know, find you and subscribe. And um, thank you, everybody. Um, who is, this isn't my podcast. This is our podcast. I think of the 52 episodes, probably 30 of them or 35 have been, uh, I've had guests. So yes, uh, this is a community podcast and, um, it, again, takes an army to, to build a village and we're doing that. Um, and, uh, we'll keep fighting the good fight. Thank you so much, brother, for joining us. Amen. God bless you, George. And, and, uh, hello and goodbye to all the flat earth brothers and sisters out there. Amen. Everybody have a good week. We'll have another podcast later on this week. Keep your head on a swivel. God bless you. And uh, we'll talk to you guys real soon. How do we find ourselves here within these walls and chains as a teardrop to blame Till the sky
through the storm till skies turn.